The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. For you to get what God has for you, it requires a supernatural. I don't care what your conditions look like. I don't care what circumstances look like. You got to say what God said. I don't care what the doctor just said. You got to say what God said. I don't care what they say. Now, you can't say what God said if you don't believe. You're going into a place where you understand by faith. Reason deals with facts. Faith deals with truth. He had to consider one thing. Come on, the Word of God. Your destiny is faith defined. Faith is the holder of your destiny. Well, how does faith come? By hearing. See, when you fast, for example, a person fast, their body gets weak. And it gets weak because there's no food in it. And the food generates energy. And when the energy comes forth, we call it strength. Well, the same thing about your spirit. If your spirit has been fasted of the Word of God and you haven't fed your spirit the Word of God, then your spirit gets weak. Now, when your spirits get weak, there is no strength or force called faith. And so now the person is defeated or it takes forever for things to happen because their faith is not strong. Do you all understand that right there? So you ought to have a devotion for yourself every day. Every day you ought to take at least 15 minutes out, get you a devotional, get you something. Why? Because you're going into a land of giants. You're going into that job. You're going out on the street. You're going so forth and so on. And anyway, God might want to use you to lay hands on the sick. How? And they recover in Jesus' name. Might want to use you to cast out devils. You need some strength to do that. something to do with God moving and taking the enemy out of the camp and making him leave everything there. Now don't shout me down because I'm preaching good. So what am I saying? First, the, you need bread. And it says also milk. It says over in um, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. You need milk. How about another one? You need meat. Over in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12, put it up there, please. And when the time you ought to be teachers, you have needed somebody to teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of what? Milk and not of what? Strong meat. Keep going. But for everyone that uses milk is what? Unskillful in the word of righteousness. He's a baby. But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So God wants you to have some meat. But not only does he want you to have some meat, he wants you to have some wine. Now, I ain't talking naturally now. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about natural. I'm talking about the Word of God. Come on, come on now. Get, get, get me straight. Say, he's talking about the Word of God. Oh, that wasn't too loud, but I'm, I'll accept it. 
Now, what am I saying? Look at Luke, Luke chapter 10, verse 34. This is the Good Samaritan. And in this Good Samaritan, kind of interesting about this man, he found a man on the roadside that had been beat up and left for dead. And so this Good Samaritan come and he went to him. He bound up his wounds, pouring in what? Oil, which is a spirit, and wine, which is a word. Glory to God. And I'm telling you, when you get too much wine, it said over in, uh, glory to God, over in John's gospel and in John chapter 2 and verse 3, look what uh, the woman said to Jesus. They said, and when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said, they have no wine. Wine brings you to a place where you're intoxicated. I'm not talking about natural wine. I'm talking about the Word of God. When you get intoxicated, you're no longer self-conscious. Come on, when you're intoxicated, you'll tell somebody exactly what you think. Come on, when you, come on, when you're intoxicated, you cannot be embarrassed. So I'm saying some folk need to get enough word that they're intoxicated and they cannot be embarrassed. They're going to stand on the word. They're going to tell you exactly what the word says. Say amen to that. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching good. You will be, I'm telling you. So I'm saying God is bringing you to a place where you're going to be full of the word of God. That's all I'm saying about that. Can I keep going now? All right. So over in John chapter 6, I started to take you there. But in John chapter 6, also he was talking about feeding the 5,000. And when he mentioned feeding the 5,000, all of a sudden the disciples had problems with that. Now, why did they have problems with it? Because they're saying, how are we going to feed them and we're in the middle of nowhere. And then here comes a little boy say, I got two fish and five loaves. They said, well, what is that among so many? Why? It didn't make sense. We're going beyond what doesn't make sense. We're going into what makes faith. And by faith, we understand we're going to feed all of them today. And we're not waiting on increase to come by time. We're going to get increased by truth. Can't you see? You don't have to wait on your business to get 10 years to get $10 million. I'm telling you, it's not coming by that. If you'll, if you'll leave that system and go to this other system I'm telling you about, trying to take the Word of God and pulling it down to fit your thinking. Your thinking can't even touch the Word of God. You've got to take your mind and renew it to what God has spoken. Because the level that you eat on is the level that you're going to behave on. God is taking you up to another level. I can't give you this stuff down here because that's where you're going to be. I've got to give you something impossible because that's what your mind, Lord have mercy, that's what your spirit's going to receive. I'm saying to you that faith deals primarily with the invisible, not the visible. What 
you see in your natural eyes is invisible. But when Jesus, watch this, when he dealt with humanity, he wasn't looking at you as where you are. He was looking at you where God says you're going to be. Because God never changed his opinion about you. And Jesus saw you healed. He saw you delivered. Come on. He saw your marriage happen. So he ministered like he got on me. He said, no longer are you going to see these people poor and broke and mad and so forth. He said, you preach to them like they're happy, like they're going somewhere, like they're at the top of their game. You preach them like they're game changers and rain makers and That was it right there. All right. Now, don't be concerned if somebody beside you think this is fanatical. See, they don't have any problem going to the hockey game and jumping up and being fanatical or going to the Bulls game and being fanatical. But when it comes to God, it comes to Jesus, the one who died for their sin, the one who rose again from the dead, the one who's seated at the right hand of the Father. It's time for you to shout. Now check this out. Matthew chapter 9, verse 27. When Jesus departed, then two blind men came to him. They followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. Watch this. And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. And they said to him, What? Yes, yes Lord. Now that's the first step that you got to believe. This is you now. Do you believe? I'm not talking about does Bill Winston believe. I know I believe. Do you believe? Now, the reason why I say that's the first step is because you've got to change the believing system first before faith will work for you. You've got to change what you believe. Jesus did no mighty works in his own hometown because of unbelief. So what did the woman with the issue of blood, what did she have to do? For she what? Said, if I can touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Now hold it. Don't, don't move that verse. Put it up there in the Amplified. Watch this. For she kept saying. Now what is she doing? She's destroying a grow worse image. Yes. See, you got to believe something first. God can't do anything for you except to the degree that you believe. Oh, yeah, you can come to Bill Winston. He can lay hands on you. You get healed. But go back. Watch Kenneth Hagin. He said he came back to those same cities a year later, and most of those people have come down with it again. The reason why, they never believe. And I'm telling you, he wants you to believe. So when you get healed, the devil won't come back. That's right. And folks, you can believe, again, God is superlative. He'll take you from nothing to everything. Say amen to that. He took Joseph from prison to prime minister. Come on, in one jump. This wasn't getting a promotion here and a promotion there. I'm saying this is what he can do for you. God can, he, 
He took Gideon from being a no nothing and took him to lead the whole army of Israel. This is what God can do for you. I'm talking about you now. All right, now, note what he said. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes. They said, yes, Lord. They believe. Then he said this, next. He said, then according, he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, be it unto you. Now let's just deal with this for just a minute. Faith is the master key. Got it? Because it'll unlock any door. Faith is the servant of the believer. Because faith gets the job done for you. Y'all still with me? Faith is a universal currency. Now stay here. This is the high point of what I was going to tell you. A lot of times we're trying to get enough money You're with me. Why don't you change that? Why don't you go to a new form of currency called faith? Because faith will get you what you want. Jesus walked in faith. The Bible tells you in Romans chapter 14, put it up there, please, the scripture that I used this morning. In Romans chapter 14, here's what the Bible tells you about that. Has thou faith? Have it to thyself before God. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in that thing which he alloweth. Watch this. And he that doubteth is damned if he eat because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever, come on, is not of faith is sin. Now that said it all right there. Now you see why God wants you to walk by faith. Why he wants you to live by faith. Say amen to that. So where he's doing is Jesus came to bring you back up to the level that you were originally designed to operate. And that's by faith. Now notice, I'm taking you into the impossible because that's where your stuff is at. So the enemy has thrown up a smoke screen, going to make you think that you can't get this, you can't do this, you can't go there, you can't be that, and so forth, make it impossible. But stop looking at your past and look at your destiny. And realize that with God, come on, all things are possible. Y'all still with me? (laughs) All right, this is a biggie. Watch this. My wife and I were were in (laughs) were in Minnesota. That's when I was still with IBM. And um, we were in an apartment, and I said, we need to get us a house. She said, you know, I'd like a house. I said, okay. I said, let's go out and look for one. Now, I understand we might have had, because we had paid some things, and so we might have had, I don't know, $1,500 in savings. 
We didn't have much at all because we had drained it for some reason. We had paid a lot of stuff or whatever. So we went out to look for a house. We got a realtor and went to look for one. Now understand, when God tells you to do something, watch this, he never looks at your bank account. Never. And so, what did he do? Went out and looked at the houses. After three days, came back. I said, Lord, say, ask your wife which one does she like. I said, baby, God is telling me to ask you which one of these houses do you like. She said, you mean which one can we afford? I said, he didn't tell me to ask you that. He told me to ask you which one do you like. Well, I like that big white one on the hill with that circular driveway. I said, let's pray. Got down to pray. Boom. Hit my knees. Soon as I did, didn't hardly get our father out of my mouth. I'm telling you, next thing I know, God said, get your wife, go over there and point at the house. Now, wait a minute. That did not make sense. Because this was a house in a neighborhood that us, that time of night, us, come on, some of y'all know the cold word, us couldn't go in there. Uh, come on, Popo was over there waiting for us. So what do I do? Told my wife, said, let's get him go point at that house. I went and pointed at that house. We said, house in the name of Jesus, sell to us. That was it. Went on back home. My boss calls me in. Hey, Bill, we're having a contest for managers. I said, yeah, what's the, what's the verdict? I mean, what, what do we get? He said, well, you get eight, ten thousand dollars $10,000, something like that. I said, is that right? He said, yeah. He said, by the way, you won. <laughs> now, now watch this. My issue was not money. Once you deal with faith, it becomes the currency. Watch this. And according to your faith, come on, be it unto you. So what I need to do is get in the back room and work my faith up. Because if my faith is strong, I'm going to be able to do big things. Last place. Building up my faith. Proverbs chapter 24, please. How y'all doing? You get in ministry and see how many things God's going to tell you to do because you got enough money. You wait till you come in here. If you coming in here. Not one time did he tell me to do something I had enough money to do. I remember I was trying to save God money. Y'all with me? A wise man is strong. Yeah, a man of knowledge increases strength. So what do I need if I want to increase my strength? Knowledge. Knowledge. Where does it come from? The Word of God. See? Go in verse 10. Look at verse 10. He said this. If I faint in the day of adversity, what's wrong with me? Strength is small. Now where's that strength? Coming out of your flesh or out of your spirit? spirit? Out of your spirit. Your spirit is the custodian of your destiny. 
Whatever that promise is, your spirit's going to take you there. And I'm here to tell you right now, you're getting strong. Amen. Let me show you where you're getting strong. I put it up there, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10, please. Now, what does this do for you? Well, pastor, you know, I, I come from a dysfunctional family. What you don't know is we all came from a dysfunctional family. And, 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 and I don't have much money, don't have much education. Let me ask you one question. Do you have any faith? Because if you got faith, you can get the same thing with the highest education person. It, it doesn't make any difference. Finally, my brethren, be what? Strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Where are you going to be strong at, outside or inside? Inside. So notice what he said. I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool. But every time I try to come, somebody jumps in front of me. They, they, cut, they cut me off. I mean, those people don't like me. Those people down there, they're prejudiced down there. They Jesus. something. But Jesus ignored all of that. Rise. Take up your bed and walk. And I'm telling you right now, the Word of God, if it comes inside of you and builds you up on the inside, there ain't nothing the devil can hold back from you on the outside because your, your inheritance comes from the inside. Your boundary is inside, not outside. Not only can you get healed, you can never be sick again. Say amen to that. You don't have to be fearful anymore. The Bible says that, look it up, put it up there. Psalms chapter 34 and verse 4. Look what it says here. He said, I sought the Lord and he heard me. Come on and deliver me from how many of my fears? All my fears. Fear of flying, fear of getting sick, fear of catching cancer, fear of this, fear of nighttime, fear of, fear of being alone, fear of not being married, fear of this. Because fear drains faith. It'll drain it right out of your system. Fear will drain it. Right. Next thing you know, you can't move a stick right. with your faith because your faith is drained. And I'm telling you that's the devil because he wants you to fear something. But fear not, the Lord said. He says in Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 17, look what he says here. And this is God speaking to you that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you shall condemn. For this is a heritage of the servants of the Lord, and our righteousness is of you, saith the Lord. I got news for you. You're moving into Canaan land. Everything that's making you uncomfortable is now being removed. The Holy Ghost is with you right now. What am I saying? Do you believe that he is able to do this? Then according, come on, your faith be it unto you. Today's teaching is from the Supernatural Church, Volume 2. Now, this dynamic four-disc series contains key principles that will broaden your understanding of the supernatural. And not only that, but it'll empower you to live above this natural realm. Now, here's an important point you'd like to remember. 
Just as your body needs food for physical strength, your spirit needs food for spiritual strength. Now, when you walk by faith, it's coming all out of your spirit, your spirit man. That's what we call it. That's what the scriptures call it. So when your spirit gets weak, it's because you lack spiritual food. In other words, you need to get that spirit strong because every day it's a spiritual battle for the saints. Every day we're coming up against obstacles and temptations and so forth. So you need that spiritual force called faith to come out of your spirit. It's your shield. It's what you use to overcome the world with and so forth and so on. So this spiritual shield, a spiritual force can cause you to operate supernaturally. People who see you overcome things they couldn't overcome. Why? Because you've fed on the word of God. You see, people just get up, look at the news and go to work. No, not for a saint. The Bible says in Matthew 4, 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. You should have some kind of devotion that you're getting up every day and you're reading that devotion. Why? Because you need the spiritual strength. Because if you don't, you don't, things you can't create properly and things won't come to you or resources won't uh, uh, be drawn to you or ideas for some reason just won't come or you can't overcome some obstacles or maybe some temptation will step in your way or something. You can't afford the loss. You need to get that spirit strong, get that force coming out of your spirit and live supernaturally on this earth. You can do it. Praise the Lord. Our announcer is going to give you some important information on how you can order this powerful four disc series on the Supernatural Church Part 2 and I'll be right back. For you to get what God has for you, it requires a supernatural. I don't care what your conditions look like. I don't care what circumstances look like. You got to say what God said. I don't care what the doctor just said. You got to say what God said. I don't care what they said. Now, you can't say what God said if you don't believe. You're going into a place where you understand by faith. Reason deals with facts. Faith deals with truth. He had to consider one thing. Come on, the Word of God. Release the power of your confidence in God's Word and consider Him only in every circumstance and condition in Pastor Winston's life-changing four-disc series, The Supernatural Church, Volume 2. To order on CD or DVD by bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at BillWinston.org. Now, there are signs that tell us when our spirit needs to be fed. One of those signs is that sometimes we're short-tempered. We're easily bothered by things because we're not walking in the spirit. And another sign is that we tend to lack boldness. In other words, spiritual initiative. We won't step out on anything. You saw where Peter wanted to step out of the boat. We won't take any risk, any chances, start new ventures, so forth. That spiritual initiative just isn't there. Why? Because the flesh is operating and the flesh is subject to this 
the, the God of this world, which brings fear and, and intimidation and so forth. The enemy does. It's Satan. And so he tries to tell us it won't work or they don't like you, whatever have you. But you get that word God and feed your spirit again, then the confidence rises again. Faith is just confidence in God. And Philippians 4.13 will take over. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Or over in Romans, I'm more than a conqueror. Praise God. Or he always causes me to triumph. You see what I'm saying? That get that word back and feed your spirit. Faith comes out and faith confessions become to become forward and you'll find your mind begins to think like God again. Praise the Lord. Well, this is Bill Winston saying we really enjoy bringing these teachings to you. So until next time, we love you and keep walking by faith. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.